and welcome to a very special episode of No Wrestling. It's me here, your boy, the lover of Red Leicester Cheese himself, Mark Sylvester. And today I thought I'd do something very, very special for you guys. Whereas it's going to be 30 years since the original Worst and Gromit short, A Grand Day Out, was released, I thought I'd do a special episode reviewing the original three Worst and Gromit short films, which were released in 1989, 1993, and 1995. Well, Worst and Gromit is a series that was created by Nick Park. Well, Nick Park at the time was a student at the NKFS University and he was um, doing it throughout many, many years and it, took him to, and it took him to make the Grand Day Out six years to do. At the time, he ended up joining Ardman, so he helped him do stuff like um, the video to Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer, where he was the one who did the amazing bit of the dancing chickens. And the cool thing about this video in itself is the fact that it's quite eclectic, where there's different styles of animation different styles of like video to make his videos really interesting because with Peter Gabriel literally he uses so many different stuff his videos themselves are quite sort of eclectic and quite creative and quite unique in the way that they're done and having Nick Park as one of his first assignments to do the dancing chickens for that big video was quite cool and he also did Creature Comforts which was another really popular series that Ardman did and it's one of those things where it's about where they're just interviewing normal people just answering different questions and they animate them as animals to what they think they would look like and it's really cool just to see these people just talk in everyday life and just to see the interesting way that Ardman would create them into an animal and that kind of thing as well and throughout this time as well Ardman then helped Nick Park to finish off and create A Grand Day Out which then was released in 1989 and then in 1993 The Wrong Trousers came out and then in 1995 was released of A Close Shave which both the films both won Oscars. Uh, the Grand Day Out was nominated for an Oscar but it lost out to uh, Creature Comforts but Nick Park has won three Oscars for Creature Comforts, The Wrong Trousers and A Close Shave because he basically in 1989 he beat himself so both of his um, Creature Comforts as well as The Grand Day Out were both up for Oscars and it's really cool to have one person basically beat himself to win an Oscar and it's like it's quite interesting to see that you don't really see that much nowadays either and it's really interesting to see one man create two very iconic and quite successful things so yeah it's really really cool to see Well, as you guys know, A Grand Day Out was released back in 1989. And for me, this was a film that I really enjoyed uh, because it's something I've recently rewatched again. And even though I believe the other two are far better movies and movies I enjoy more, but A Grand Day Out, I think, is really good in a sense that even though it's quite simple, it's also really interesting and really, really good and really, really clever. Um, the fact of in the first two minutes, you get to know the personalities of both the characters. You see this like humanized dog and his master who's quiet in he loves his cheese you kind of just to see them interacting and stuff and the fact as well it's only one character in a sense of wallace with gromit who doesn't speak but the fact that gromit is such a great character that he only needs his 
expressions and you can see just how much personality exudes from him and he's someone who would just uh, flick his eyebrow or looking at the um, camera in a certain way or just looking at the audience in a certain way and stuff you can see all right then that guy has great personality same with Wallace as well Wallace is really really cool um, and also as well it's really interesting to uh, watch Nick Park because I recently as well did a bit of research for this review while I watched the Ardman documentary that's on Netflix I'm not sure if you can get it on any other Netflixes but I know it's definitely on the UK Netflix Netflix but it's quite interesting to see him discussing how he created Wallace and Gromit like he originally was going to have Gromit as a cat but I kind of feel like if Gromit was a cat I don't feel like it would have even though it would have worked still because Nick Parker's a genius and he does really good stuff but I feel like because it was easier for him to animate and create a dog I feel like it did better for the um for the franchise because a cat even though cats are cool a dog is known for being a man's best friend and I feel like with this happening it really like adds more to the chemistry and the dynamic and the relationship between Water and Gromit and sometimes the easiest things can always turn out to be the best things there are many spots and moments I love about this movie uh, as I said before the first two minutes alone show you just the great personality of both the characters I love the British humour where there's a where there's a moment where you see Wallace basically in his basement sort of like designing and thinking of ways of how to like design the ship to fly to the moon because basically it's a bank holiday Monday they're like like, there's no cheese grommet, let's go somewhere to find some cheese. And it's like, they always say the moon's made of cheese. And, you know, and they always had the famous line of, that's it, grommet, cheese. We'll go somewhere where there's cheese and stuff and it's just great to see that and you, and you can see him like doodling on the piece of the paper and you see him do noughts and crosses and you see him flick it it's just like it's just that subtle and clever humour that I love about these films they're just brilliant in that sort of way um, I love Gromit's facial reactions where there's a moment where after Wallace has designed the actual proper picture of the ship just you know, drew, drew a ship drew a picture of him and Gromit in the ship and like famous guy and that kind of stuff and then you see him basically soaring a door to um um, like start building the ship and then you and then you see just the two of the legs just break and he's like what am I going to do now and then he whistles to Gromit who then who's at the time reading a book to do with electronics and you can and basically Gromit is in a sense a humanoid dog in a way and then you see him being used as the extra legs for the door and you can see him going like what are you doing like why are you doing this and stuff it's just um, hilarious I just love his uh, reactions and also as well after they finally built the rocket and you can see their work and then basically when they're like looking back to see it you can just see them looking at each other being like yeah we did this like we're really proud of ourselves and stuff and I like that because it shows their relationship and it shows their commodity that they're so close and so well knit with each other that they would do anything for each other and stuff I I really enjoy that as well another thing as well that I love about this film is the fact that it has suspense over will he be able to get the crackers in time into the ship because basically the way that they blast off is rather than being like normal with like rocket fuel and stuff they literally do it by a match so they light the match there's a minute left and he's looking through his bag he's like we've forgotten the crackers no and then he literally gets into the house gets them and he's able to get back onto the ship so they're able to blast off into space and I love that because it's something that is crazy that you would think that um, something to do with trying to get the crackers on the ship will be suspenseful and I love it as well absolutely amazing another bit I love as well is when they're flying off into space because throughout the sh- um, the movie you have these rats that are around in the basement and stuff like looking at what Waters and Gromit are doing when they're, when they're building the spaceship and stuff and that's kind of like you kind of see from there 
their perspective like what's going on like this is really interesting and stuff I want to see what's going on and you can see from the rat's perspective like what's going on and stuff and I could really like that because it gives them a, a personality and then when um, Wallace and Gromit are flying off into space you can see the with the brightness of the um, rocket flying off you can see the rats put on the sunglasses and I really like that because it adds more personality and a bit of humour to the rats themselves which is really really cool another thing as well I love the moment where you have Gromit trying to make this castle out of the cards and he's like yeah I've nearly done it and you have Wallace like literally trying to land the ship and he's going steady steady and then he slams the brakes and it crashes and you can see all these cars just go and Gromit's just like like what the hell and I love that because it's that sort of humour to it and stuff which is brilliant um, I also as well love the robot the personality of that robot's great it's kind of like a traffic warden because it's literally the head of the um, of the moon as it were like it's the protector of the moon and it's kind of like why are there people doing this to my moon like why are they trying to eat the moon and stuff um, basically there's there's throughout the shot uh, throughout the movie basically the robot finds this um, magazine to about see about skiing and stuff and is obviously able to get an antenna so he's able to see different things and then you can see a clip of him being like yeah I'm gonna go off and I'm gonna ski and stuff so he wants to ski so then basically there's a moment where Wallace and Gromit are about to go back to Earth and Wallace sees him running off the road like I want to come with you because obviously you can't talk and Wallace feels that ah oh, crap he wants he wants to stop us he wants to beat us and that sort of thing and be like oh no I can't you know he wants to stop us from um, having our cheese and that kind of thing and it's just crazy just to um, basically see their reaction and stuff and you can think that and then he's basically trying to stop them from flying so he can go with them so as you can see him like cutting up the ship to get onto the ship and stuff to stop them from flying away without him and but then they fly off without him and you can see him go like darn and it's like but you see him turn the metal that's left into skis and then the final scene is a worse one going like waving to the robot being like yeah he got what he wanted and you can see the robot then skiing down the hills and stuff all to the Wallace and Gromit theme tune but I really like that because it shows that actually the robot got what he wanted and it's a nice and sweet ending to a great film so yeah and overall I'll give a grand day out a 4.5 out of 5 now this film for me is really really good I love this movie a lot even though it's not as good as the other two but then again nothing would be because the other two are so amazing and so great but it's something that is a great um, introduction to to these um, two great characters it's um, something that is quite sort of like even though it's quite primitive in a sense compared to the other Armand stuff and the other Wasn't movies but it has so much heart they show you as well like the big personalities of Wallace and Gromit themselves and for a start of a great franchise it's really really good yes it might not be anywhere as good as the other two but it is definitely worth a watch and it is definitely something that if you like any sort of claymation in general or any animation at all then I recommend you watch and it's a start of a wonderful franchise and it is something that if you've never seen A.E. Wallace and Gromit or have never seen any claymation as well I, I recommend you to seek out this movie even though I recommend the other two more but it is still an amazing film. And now for me, what I believe to be the best piece of media in the Watson Gromit franchise. And for me, even though their third movie is probably as good as this one, but I believe for what it is and what it did for Ardman as well as Claymation in general, I think it's such a pioneer in the field of anything to do with media and film. So I must be talking about The Wrong Trousers.
Now, the wrong trousers is, for me, let's just say in layman's terms, it has to be one of the greatest pieces of claymation or animation ever. This is one of those films that has helped, inspired so many different people. You have people, whilst I was watching the Ardman um, documentary, talk about how much I love this film. Like, you have people like John Lasseter, Matt Groening, for example. You have people like DreamWorks because of this film, and the next film as well wanted to work with Ardman because of how good they are. Um, it also has as well, they won their first Oscar with this movie too. Um, and it's also one of those things as well that it just shows just how good and how like well revered these two characters are because this film is basically in a sense in wrestling terms the Wrestlemania 3 to Wrestlemania 1 where basically it's one of those things that this film is bigger badder and better like everything about it like the budget's more there's more scenery there's more stuff um there is more characters in this they go outside they go out to a park there's a bank there's more of their house um there's more different things and also as well it's just overall an amazing movie and it's one of those films that I would recommend to anyone to watch because it is that good and I absolutely love this film because it's what made me into watching comic fan it's what I first watched of theirs like I remember when I was a child having the video of this as well as a grand day out when I was a kid but I remember watching um, The Wrong Trousers first and absolutely loving it like I remember having different kinds of merch like I remember when I was a kid having the plasticine figures that you can make yourself of Wallace, Gromit and Phobos McGraw. Like, I love that. I remember having that. I also remember as well just having many other types of merchandise to do with the franchise, but that was more for the third film, which I'm going to talk about in a bit. Well then, guys, there are many amazing spots and moments throughout this entire movie. Like, for example, I love the beginning of the film where basically you have, like, the music playing with, um, on the wall, the design of the ship, like the orange ship from the um, spaceship from the first movie, and then you have it going along and you have the uh, shadow of the wrong trousers or the or the techno trousers and it has the film title of the wrong trousers so it's kind of has a sort of like film noir kind of horror kind of feel to it and stuff I really like that I love the fact as well that Wallace's design is how Wallace is always to me because in the first film he just looks like a normal human and there's, there's a few moments when he says certain words or he uses certain syllables and you can see the way that he with his um, pronunciation and stuff you can see the way he designed with the mouth but this is the one that has it finally that he has the full mouth um, it shows you as well more of Wallace's great inventions like it has the iconic um, trapdoor bed combination where basically it's he wants breakfast he's pressing the button and then Gromit uses the lever to send him down through it and then he lands on the chair and they put his trousers on with his two sleeves and his um, short sleeve jumper uh, tie finish off the shirt combination thing that he has um, and then you have the great thing of the um, jam flying onto the toes that's been made up for him as well that was really really cool um, also as well I love the ominous feel to the techno trousers because obviously it's a present for Gromit from Wallace because he bought him like a collar and that and then when the techno trousers are coming into the scene you have this anonymous like sound and music and stuff it's kind of like this ooh creepy kind of this and it's kind of like because obviously what happens later on and also as well the introduction of Feathers 
McGraw too. Like that is just awesome. Basically, when he comes in, you can. It's just the great use of the music, the great use of how he's how creepy he is. He's one of those characters that doesn't have any other real emotion besides the use of his eyes. And I love the fact that when he comes in, he's like staring out Gromit, and he's like, and you hear the music with him, and you have this sort of like, I'm not sure about this character, like you know. And I love that because it shows just how sort of like evil he is. Because obviously he's the main villain of the movie and stuff. Like it's really really good. Um, also as well, the way that Gromit uses the trousers to basically because in the movie Wallace is letting out a room to someone because obviously he's in debt. So then Feathers McGraw ends up nicking Gromit's room, and then Gromit has to redecorate that room that it was originally to Feathers McGraw. And then you see him using the techno trousers, and you see Feathers McGraw like see what they are like because they're able to um, connect to the wall and like the ceiling, and he's kind of like, hmm, I like this see what I can do with it and stuff and that's really really cool um, the use as well of the music like when Femmes McGraw does see it you can have this ominous music because you're kind of like okay even though we have this feeling that Femmes McGraw is evil we don't know what he's going to do with these trousers and that kind of thing too um, as well you feel a really sadness for Gromit because he feels like with Femmes McGraw that Femmes McGraw has stolen away Wallace from him and you can see him like when he sees a picture of himself and Wallace in the picture you can see just Gromit really upset and sad and it's just sad to see someone who feels like he's lost his best friend and stuff and it's just really sad to see that and it just shows their um their friendship and their bond because Gromit feels like he's lost him and it's just sad because you feel you you want them to get back together again because it's worse than Gromit um and the next bit in that scene when um, Gromit leaves the house is you see Feathers McGraw take off from the room a um electronics for dogs book and then you see him take it off and then you see this really like amazing use of this really ominous music with lightning bolts flashing in the background and stuff and you see Feathers McGraw using um, Driller to basically amend and create what he wants for the um, techno trousers and you just see this like do 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 and that sort of thing as well as the fact that when Wallace was given the wrong trousers he's like in the street jumping up and that sort of thing it's kind of like just to see that happening and then you have basically there's a sign of Feathers McGraw being like have you seen this chicken and you have Gromit being like he looks familiar but I can't put my finger in it it's quite funny that you wouldn't believe it's just a penguin with a hat on his head and it's kind of like how can no one even know that's not a chicken that's the whole thing about this film because it is it's based in reality in a sense but it's also silly because it's obviously Ardman so you know I absolutely adore Metal Gear Gromit there's an amazing meme going around where basically there's a moment in the film where you have Gromit trying to spy on Feathers McGraw and he's basically using a box to see what's going on and see what he's doing and stuff and it's really really cool because there's a really funny clip of that and it has it done to the Metal Gear music and stuff and when it's like a game over then you have Wallace going Gromit 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 and that kind of thing it's really really funny but I love that moment because you can see Ferris McGraw trying to plan out his heist to steal the diamond from the museum and that sort of thing but then you feel like oh my god no he's found out Gromit is watching him but actually no he no he hasn't it's just basically the way that the box is designed that it's Gromit's eyes um, another thing as well I love it where um, you have the reveal of Ferris McGraw like the fact as well you see Gromit go like fuck I can't believe that's Feathers McGraw no because he's obviously hiding from Feathers McGraw and then you have 
the heist as well, the amazing heist is such a great scene uh, with basically you have this amazing moment because obviously Wallace is knackered and just sleeping continuously and then you have um, Ferris McGraw on top of Wallace climbing up the side of the museum as it were going up and you have in the background on a different building a sign that says snooze for hot chocolate and I love that because it it's very very meta in that sort of sense I, I love it it's so so good um, and the heist itself is really really cool and when it's going off and you kind of see them going back I love the line when Wallace is like what are you doing it's like let, let me let me go let me go and it's like you'll hear from my sister about this and it's just hilarious like he uses those just funny lines um and for me the best moment in any claymation film the best moment slash scene in any um in any piece of media which has to be the train chase for me i absolutely love this chase because it's so good there are so many like oh this thing is one of the best pieces of animation ever the fact that Fevers McGraw has a magnum gun which is freaking crazy like you wouldn't think uh plasticine or a kid's film would do that but I love the fact that it kind of um breaks the boundaries of what can be done in a movie um the chase scene itself is great because you have um Walsh and Gromit basically trying to follow him and the great use of the music and then when you feel like oh my god no what is, is Gromit gonna lose Gromit's like spare pieces and you literally just put the spare pieces on the ground to go around and try and beat Ferris McGraw and stuff with just the adrenaline pumping of that um, also of all, you have this great moment where Wallace has come out of the trousers and he's on top of a trolley about to chase him but you can see him get stopped by the uh, moose on the wall which hadn't hasn't had any real meaning or any lore to any other Wallace and Gromit but it's just there because it's funny um, as well as just the amazing thing when they're like driving along and you see like um, gotcha and he feels like no it's not there and then you see um, Fermi's McGraw then get hit by the wrong trousers and he's flying in the air and they finally catch him and then it's like yeah we did it yay because um it's one of those funny things before the chase scene itself um, he takes the hat off and then you have voice to go it's you and it's just hilarious because no one else would be like but Ferris McGraw has always been Ferris McGraw he just had a hat on it's just really really good and just that chase scene itself is fantastic because I remember there was a really interesting uh, panel with directors such as Daddy Dyer and Quentin Tarantino and I think Corsese was on it an example of those sort of accolades and those people who have such amazing careers and they were discussing that scene and being like that scene for them is one of the greatest pieces of media ever you have other people like I said before like John Lasseter mentioning about it obviously Nick Park talking about it the director and the um, like video coordinator of the film as well was talking about it too and you had John Lasseter talking about it and the guy who created Ratatouille and both incredible films Brad Bird I believe to speak about it and they were saying like how the scene is amazing for them and how it's one of the greatest pieces of cinematic brilliance ever and, and that kind of thing I love that too and also as well the ending as well with the wrong trousers literally just going off into the, into the sunset after they're able to pay off their debts because they sent uh, Ferris McGraw back to jail and he's now in prison and stuff and just, just having the music as well play it's just a great movie and you guys will probably guess my rating for this film but I'm going to have to give this movie a 5 out of 5 uh, well the reason I give this movie a 5 out of 5 is just because it's amazing it's one of the best pieces of animation ever it's for me one of the greatest pieces of claymation ever it's also one of those films that 
that I would recommend to anyone to watch if they've never watched any claymation or any Washington comic films at all. And if someone has never seen or heard of anything to do with Aardman, I'll be like, watch this movie. Because even though the other one we're talking about in a minute, I absolutely love as well. And I think for me, when I was a child, I preferred it, I preferred it more to what I do now. But being an adult, I love this one a tiny, tiny little bit more because of what it did and why this film deserves all the accolades it's received. And it shows you why this film deserves its Oscar and why it's seen to be by many as one of the greatest pieces of genius in history, really. This film is that amazing. And now for the final film in this amazing trilogy, and that has to be A Close Shave. Now, a close shave for me, even though as a child it's my favourite of the three, I still love this film a lot. And even though it's a very, very, very close second to The Wrong Trousers, it is still something that I still remember watching as a child. I remember having a lot of the merchandise, like I had the plushies of Sean, Wendelin, Wallace and Gromit, for example. Um, it's also one of those films that, same with The Wrong Trousers, it adds so much more. It's the first one as well to have Wallace and Gromit finally have jobs. So basically, and then they also became in later films um, pest controllers uh, to stop the rabbits eating all the vegetables as well as bakers and it kind of fits for the film and that kind of thing as well it's the introduction of Sean the Sheep who's become this massive and iconic character where Sean the Sheep's had his own TV show with two movies it's the first time to have different characters as well not just Wallace and Gromit even though there's Feathers McGraw was in it it's more something that has speaking roles like you finally have another character who Wallace can speak to and stuff which I find to be really really cool and it's just one of those films that even though it's not as a big of a leap as um, The Wrong Trousers is to a grand day out but it is a big enough a leap that you feel like there is a leap but how much more of a leap can you go after going that much of a leap and there are many moments and spots throughout this entire movie that I absolutely adore. Um, obviously, it has the introduction of Sean the Sheep, which I find to be awesome because obviously he gets off the truck. Um, you have the amazing ominousness of Preston because it's kind of like, you're not sure about him. The amazing moment because you get to see more of Wallace's inventions in this one as well. And then when you have Wallace um, going through the trapdoor onto his seat to um, get ready for the day, you have the theme tune playing, which I find to be really, really cool. Ah, oh, I love the moment as well where when they've been rung up by Wendelin to clean her windows, um, you have them going through to get ready for that job. And it's kind of like, to me, like a kind of a Batman kind of thing because you have this amazing sort of like superhero music playing. You have this amazing like motions and stuff and just really cool. And I love the fact as well when it happened, you've got it going like, really, we're doing all this? It's like, what's the point kind of thing? I love that because it kind of shows, even though Wallace is this amazing um, and smart and clever inventor, Gromit is still down to earth in his car like why do you need to do all this elaborate stuff why couldn't we just get changed like normal uh, I love that you have the amazing chemistry between Wendelin and Wallace kind of like will they won't they kind of like that romance kind of like the romantic undertones to the towards the movie because finally Wallace potentially find love um, you also have the very ominous feel to Preston as well with the music playing in the background and when he's trying to sneak and creep around the house voice and gummit and stuff and then he's in the basement 
management of when they arrive home and they're trying to um, clean up Sean the sheep with the kitomatic. Sean gets taken up, has his wall shaved off, and it gets put onto him as the famous jumper, which I find to be really, really cool. Um, I also liked as well the use of the basement because it's very much on like a homage or a callback to a ground layout because it's something that um, we never saw in the wrong trousers and it's cool to have the basement back again after uh, six years of not seeing it since a grand day out and it's cool to see it after six years um, as well I love the fact that they used the porridge acts in the beginning of the movie um, as basically part of Gromit's uh, bike pod and you can see him like fire it out at the um, window of the clock and that's kind of like a sort of like a hint on what's going to happen later on in the movie as well I love that um, also as well the stampede when the sheep run out of Preston's uh, truck because basically Gromit got framed and stuff by Preston for being the sheep killer and then you kind of have the um, scenes of obviously they couldn't really do a full trial because that'd be too long in, in this film it's only half an hour that you have the sheep with Wallace like reading up on what's happening and stuff and you can see them getting even sadder and sadder later on throughout these shots of them going oh Gromit and it's just like really sad to see and then you have Gromit in his prison cell and then you have him make this um, puzzle which says um, meet it, meet that person at a certain time and stuff and then you see Shaw literally with Wallace at the bottom holding the, the sheep and then you see him like using the saw to get Gromit out I love that because it's just like how the hell can the sheep do this it's just the pure of Ardman and then you have them kind of like um, Gromit going like crap how am I the hell this high and stuff and just ah oh, just brilliant humour uh, the chase scene as well of when um, you have Wallace and Gromit chasing um, the sheep and Wendelin and Preston it's kind of reminds me a bit of um, Terminator 2 where they're being chased by the truck and they're trying and then they flip around and stuff and then um, Gromit gets sent off but at the same time you have Wallace freeing the sheep and then he's telling them from top of the ladder being like come on guys organise yourselves down there like come on we need to be more organised and then you have this amazing moment where you have um, Gromit turning his um, bike pod into um, like a plane and he uh, gets out the um, porridge gun he puts a porridge in and you see him flying past and you see Wallace with all the sheep salute to Gromit that for me is one of my favourite moments in the entire film for something that it's quite subtle and really really clever also as well when uh, they make the amazing organised formation you can see um, Gromit uh, coming along and you can see him like fire the porridge at the um, the truck it's really cool just to see the music being played in the background so like the hero music and stuff you see Gromit being really cool uh, also as well I love it where there's a, a great moment where you have um, obviously Wallace Wendelin and um, all the sheep inside the uh, Preston's Nitomatic and you have a great line where Wallace goes I've got pattern pending on that it's just really funny because it's when you're watching as a kid you don't know what's pattern pending but when you watch it as an adult you go that's a really clever joke and you can see that how why this film's so good as well it has that sort of very adult humour to it um, and then you have that great moment of when they're all being like trying to be sucked up you have Sean with all the lights telling Gromit where they all are you have Gromit with the sh- um, plane go through the um, the walls fight into the factory and you see him like 
like go all hell's leather on press and be like and that moment is fucking awesome I love it such a great moment to this film I just freaking love it it's so so good um, and then you also have when they do send Preston into the, the Nitomatic and then they give him the full shave a close shave as it were that he malfunctions and becomes the Terminator and it's quite cool that this film reminds me a lot of the Terminator because I think watching Terminator 2 recently and then watching this film again recently I'm like that reminds me a lot of the Terminator like that's really cool to have something like that because it's obviously it's in a factory because all the Terminator films end in a factory because that's what happens and it's just really cool just to see it all and that kind of thing as well um as well as the just how demonic and even though Preston isn't as cool of a villain as um Ferris McGraw is but he's a character who's very intimidating and quite scary in the sense that he's become this pure robot and very much like a T-800 as it were from the first original movie which I find really really cool like I love it uh, you have all the characters like running away on the treadmill because they don't want to be um, made into mincemeat by the mincer and stuff and then you see Sean from out of nowhere <laughs> did you get it out of nowhere hit um, Preston with an anvil and he goes into the mincer gets made into mincemeat into all the Preston's dog food and stuff uh, then you see Wendelin as well as Preston go up to the door that Wallace and Gromit live at and then you can see um, like Preston's been made into a good dog now after turning evil and bad from obviously doing what he's been doing and stuff and that kind of thing and then you obviously have um, Wallace trying to invite Wendelin in to have food with him and stuff and she's like nah really sorry I can't eat cheese it's really bad for me and then you have um, Wallace go not even Wensleydale and it's just hilarious to see someone would give up love all to do with them not liking cheese even though Wendelin is pretty much a carbon copy or a female version of Wallace it's just hilarious and then you can see him like well love's lost but we have cheese and you can see him like lift up the lid and you can see Sean eating the cheese and it's just like hilarious like the final shot of the film is of Sean and he's like meh and then you can see why this character is so iconic and so well loved and you can see why Sean has become this amazing and great character yeah there are so many great things about this film that is just fantastic and I will give this film 5 out of 5 the reason I'll give this film a 5 out of 5 is because this film is fantastic it's really fun it's really really clever I love the fact they've, they introduced another character in, in Wendelin she's also someone as well who you feel sorry for but you also have this sort of soft connection to because you you can feel why she's doing what she's doing is wrong but she's being forced into it um you feel sorry for her because obviously you wanted her to get with wallace because she is basically a female version of wallace um just the action scenes this film are really really good even though nothing can beat the chase scene in the wrong trousers but the scene where you have gromit coming through the walls and him firing at um preston was fucking awesome as well i loved that too just the hints to the tomato 2 was great as well being one of my all-time favorite films as well and it's also just just one of those films that even though I would show The Wrong Trousers first, it's one of those things that even if someone says to me, Mark, tell me a Watson Comic film to watch, I would still recommend this one very, very highly. And if they watch this one first and the other two, then it's like you're still watching a masterpiece. You're still watching a work of art. You're still watching something that is worth the Oscar that it received. You're watching something that is worth all the accolades it's had, all the love it's had. And it's just cool to see this is the start of another amazing character who's also gone on to have an amazing franchise where as I said before with Sean the Sheep he's had two feature films and his own series so yeah guys the Wallace and Gromit trilogy is some of the finest pieces of film ever all three films are great in their own way um, all three films are 
masterpieces even though a grand day out isn't as nearly as good as the other two it is still a great movie it is still something to show anyone i would recommend it is something that um is worth me talking about because these films besides wrestling and besides bottom and chelsea football club video games karate and stuff is what's made me at what i am today um these films are films i used to watch all the time when i was a child and i will happy watch them again and these films as well is another reason reason why people like DreamWorks and like Steven Spielberg for example wants to work with these amazing creators in Ardman to then do what they did later on and stuff and everything else um, that it shows just how good and creative Ardman really are especially Nick Park that he's able to create two iconic characters who helped save a Wensleydale cheese factory who've met the Queen who've been worn in the franchise itself by a Spice Girl who's been well revered and loved by many different people across the film industry to show you just how when claymation is done correctly how claymation is one of the most creative and best pieces of media ever on film and these are films i would highly 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 recommend to anyone to watch no matter if you're a new fan a non-fan or a fan of watching comet in general go out and watch these films again and that my friends was my very very special episode on Wallace and gromit let me know guys in the comments below we think about Wallace and gromit in general we think about these three films or the the other two films in the Watson Gromit franchise or Ardman stuff in general. So yeah, guys, please let me know in the comments because I'd love to hear what you guys think. And please, guys, don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to me on all the different social medias such as Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Stitcher, Podbean, SoundCloud and iTunes and Twitter. And this has been No Wrestling, guys. I've been your mating host, as always, Mark Sylvester. And this has been No Wrestling, guys. I've been your mating host as always the lover of red leicester cheese himself mark sylvester and don't forget guys to take care and always remember that's it grab it cheese we'll go somewhere where there's cheese <laughs>